Disney doing Ditko Dirty, What If Wows with Watcher Getting Whacked, and Stranger Things Bring Strange Secrets on Trailer Tracker. All this and more on Geekly Bi-Weekly. What's up, you gorgeous geeks? Welcome to Geekly Bi-Weekly, your new favorite podcast for geek news, pop culture, and discussion. My name is Hogan. And I'm Ida. Uh, we got a, we got a few cool things to talk about on this episode. Uh, I know that we've been away for a little bit, and um, actually, you know what? Before we continue, I want to... Uh, I'm going to go off script for a minute. Even Ida doesn't know what I'm about <gasps> to say. Gasp. Dennis? You know, uh, Matt, can you put in like some... Sad sounding music, like some somber, something that makes it seem like I'm being sincere right now. Uh, let's try that again. Let's go with uh, Dennis. I know you've missed us, and I'm sorry that we weren't here for you. It won't happen again until the uh, holiday season comes around and we actually take a little hiatus that we're going to be taking. I'm sorry we took two weeks to come out with a new episode. It won't happen again. Dennis, I'm speaking directly to you. It won't happen again. I'll be there for you. We're sorry. But not in the friends way. Like, like, not because I don't like the show Friends. I mean it in like the Bon Jovi way. All right, let's recap. Oh, what if? We got uh, we got some things that we got we to gotta discuss. Yes, we do. We've got two new episodes. And then as well, maybe getting your thoughts on the last one since you didn't watch it. I, I feel like uh, the Thor episode, uh, what if Thor was an only child? Uh, was basically a funny filler episode. It was absolutely filler. There was not a lot of substance to it, but at the same time, it was entertaining. Like it set up the very ending. It did. Or um, it set something up at the very ending. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. But yeah, okay. So let's 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 take a let's take a little dive into that one because that one it, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't good. Yeah, it was exactly what it kind of set out to be a filler episode to really not progress the story a whole heck of a lot. Um, You know, a lot of the other episodes, while they had a lot to them, you could tell like, all right, we're setting stuff up, we're setting stuff up, we're setting stuff up. And this was the first one where it was like, oh, okay, you ran out of ideas. Got it. It was still a lot of fun. Um, It was what if Thor were an only child? And Loki had been returned to the ice giants, um, but or the frost giants. Sorry, my bad. Um, yeah. So Hogan, what were your thoughts? Uh, I thought, like I said, I thought it was a filler episode. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was super cool to see uh, Thor get his ass basically handed to him by Carol Danvers, who uh, shows up in this episode. Mm-hmm. That being said, spoiler alert. Ooh, you didn't know. Um, <laughs> I, I, I liked it. I liked it still. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, it just didn't do a whole lot of setup until the very end, which I think is fine with me because I feel like not everything needs to be a setup for the next thing. Like you can yeah. do an episode that's just like, oh, this was a lot of fun. This, I like these characters. I get to see them doing what they do. Um, but we had a lot of returning voices in it. We'll get to that in a minute. I want to know what you thought about it. I, again, I thought it was a fun episode. There wasn't a whole heck of a lot to it. Um, there were definitely points where it was like, oh, okay, that's yeah. a that's a choice. Um, and then it did set up at the very, very end, but it did exactly what it set out to do, just kind of fill in the time while also giving you entertaining content, um, the same great animation that we've seen, fun voice acting from voices we've heard prior, and yeah, it, it was... It was exactly what it needed to be to kind of give that air of space after some very heavy episodes and then the lead up into another very heavy episode. So it was it was it was the breather we kind of needed, even if you kind of had to have the prior and the former episodes to really grasp that. Wouldn't it be the prior and the latter? Oh, yeah. Former latter. Eh, whatever it doesn't matter. Whatever it, you know. it's a good thing that this isn't a uh, language arts podcast because uh, I didn't even graduate college. I didn't even graduate. I'm kidding. I totally graduated. I actually never technically graduated. Well, look at that. We're airing out our own issues on here now. I know. I love this. Um, Anyways, uh, back to the the actual matter. Back to, yeah, right, the actual episode. <laughs> um, this episode actually had a lot of really cool little Easter eggs and a lot of returning characters that we've seen through the uh, 
the entirety of the uh, the MCU. We had what the Sovereign, the Gold People that um, the Guardians fought for, yes, and then against in Guardians Two. We had the Ice Giants, Frost Giants. Damn it! Look what you did to me. <laughs> we had the Frost Giants returning with uh, Loki as one of them. Uh, was that? Oh, it was voiced by Tom Hiddleston. Yes, it was voiced by Tom Hiddleston as Chris Hemsworth also did Thor. Natalie Portman was Jane. Kat Dennings came back as Darcy. Jeff Goldblum, Kobe Smulders, Taika Waititi. Um, all of the really fucking great returning actors are back. Including Samuel Jackson and Clark Gregg, Frank Grillo, Karen Gillan. Yeah. Uh, Seth Green was in there. Yeah, well, and Seth Green had an interesting role. <laughs> as, uh, oh, boy. I'm Howard. just going to call it now. Kat Dennings, you duck fucker. What is your issue? <laughs> Who wrote this episode? Is he now Howard Lewis? Because <laughs> um, Darcy Lewis. Well, no, no, I, I know, I know. But now I'm trying to figure out, like, or would she be uh, Darcy the Duck? Or, or is his middle name The? Yeah. Would it be Darcy Duck, like Jessica Rabbit? We could just call her Dee Dee for short. Dee Dee. Oh, I like that. I hate it because she's fucking a duck. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> just like Matt wants to give the cock to a clock. Oh, boy. We're just going to we're gonna roll on past that, ep- that, that part because that. Wow. Wow. Um, yeah. It was cool yeah. seeing... <laughs> <laughs> it was cool seeing Carol Danvers or Captain Marvel for those of you that only know her by that name uh, attack Thor not even attack but like have to fight him and seeing how hard they punched each other literally across continents and it was fantastic I loved that the ending setup was great though it was super fucking cool and I was like oh shit this is what's about to happen also I need to say it right now before I forget because I just remembered. You remember how a couple weeks back I said that uh, the main villain was going to be Ultron and his bots? Uh, Yeah. And you were like, "Mm, no, I don't think it is. I don't recall you saying that for What If, though. I did. We were talking about What If. (sighs) Were we? Shit. It's been a hot minute, guys. My brain is fried. Um, but yes, it it totally is all That's mm, crazy. Um, it's like I it's like I know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, boy. Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Rub it in. Rub it in. I, I might have to. It's almost like you're the the main host of the podcast. Uh no, we don't do that main host nonsense. We both get to be called hosts out here. We live for equality. We we live, we stand for whatever. Anyways, um, let's move on to the next episode. Oh, actually before we move on to the next episode, the ending of uh, what if Thor was an only child? It ends with Thor uh, leaving Jane Foster, who is once again voiced by Natalie Portman, leaving her camper and getting mm-hmm. ready to go back to uh, Asgard. And a portal of sorts opens up with a bunch of Ultron bots walking through. Mm-hmm. And then Ultron himself, who uh, is in the um, the body of Vision, yeah, in the body of Vision. And then he has, like, his own armor on and everything. And then Thor's like, uh, what? And then, like, it cuts there. And then we get to go right into the next episode because um, I hadn't watched the other one until last night. Uh, What if Ultron had won? Yep. That was a doozy of an episode. It truly was. There was so much kind of going on in it. It was so dark and so much and so just like this is exactly what we wanted while also setting up the multiversal avengers which i'm super excited for and everybody knew was coming about um but yeah let, let's get into it let's launch yeah let's get into, i'm gonna have you uh, take take uh, lead on this one what did you think about the episode and uh all that fun stuff Again, I thought it was really interesting. There were some twists I wasn't necessarily expecting. Um, I liked that we're now starting to get more of an interaction with the Watcher, as well as having the multiverses actually truly be intertwined. Because again, when we knew that was going to happen, we hadn't really seen it thus far, save for the very, very end of the Thor 
only child episode. So um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm excited for the last, oh, it's two episodes, I think that we have. Left. No, we have one, episode, one left. episode. So yeah, um, I couldn't remember if it was 10 or wait. No, the number of episodes is eight, apparently. No, because I'm looking at uh, episode nine right now. Oh, okay. Well, shit. I'm looking at the wrong thing then. Cut that out, Matt. Nope. All right. Yeah, it is up. Nine episodes. You're right. So yeah, we only have the one episode left. Um, I am really excited to see what actually happens, how the Multiverse of Avengers kind of keep things afloat. Um, and again, the introduction back of Strange Supreme. So, uh, what were your thoughts, Hogan? I really liked this episode. It was super... Uh, the, the show has been dabbling in darker subjects for a little bit. Yes. But this episode was just like, damn, they really they went in on this episode. This episode has uh, Jeffrey Wright coming back as a watcher. Uh, Jeremy Rayner is Clinton Barton or Hawkeye. Benedict Cumberbatch is Doctor Strange or Strange Supreme. Uh, Toby Jones returning as Armin Zola. I'm sure you guys remember him, the little... Uh, German dude. <laughs> that little weasel of a human. I uh, loved him anyways. Um, Ross Marquand coming to voice Ultron and the sub-Ultron sentries. Uh, Ross Marquand actually in the MCU uh, replaced Hugo Weaving. For Red Skull, yeah. As, um, as Red Skull, yeah. And he did as well in What If. Yeah, in the uh, the Peggy Carter episode, right? And yeah, episode one. Oh yeah, I guess he was at the very beginning of that one. Um, Yeah, he was at the beginning of the series. But I love Ross Marquand. I I mean, I I first uh, encountered him uh, in The Walking Dead. I loved his character. Super, super well done. Uh, When I found out, like originally, that he was going to be. Yeah, he he was originally in that. Uh, When I found out that he was going to be replacing Hugo Weaving, I was a bit upset at first. Like honestly, because I fucking love Hugo Weaving. That guy could do anything and i would be like yeah cool great he can do um, no wrong yeah but ross marquand really kicked it out of the park or kicked it whatever we're playing kickball now <laughs> uh really kicked it out of the park for me he's he's great all around he's he seems like he's really good at what he does but anyways um i liked the episode it was really cool to see ultron at like a height of power that i was really hoping that we would have seen him at somehow in the mcu but we didn't really get to because he uh you know, got fucking murked. He was gone, gone. Yeah, he he was gone. I mean, there's always it's it's a comic book movie, so there's always an idea or always a chance that that they'll find a way somehow. Everything will magically turn about because you don't want to really kill off your main characters. Yeah, you don't want to kill off the big hitters, and Ultron is definitely a big hitter, as we see in this episode. Uh, basically, at one point, he goes and nukes the entire world and. Takes out everyone uh, except for Black Widow and Hawkeye because I don't think he saw them as a threat. I don't know. They <laughs> they weren't super soldiers or have powers. They're just kind of. They were just dudes. They're just they're just dudes talented humans, <laughs> right? Uh, um, he uh, yeah. So they didn't end up dying and ended up uh, being around like way after everything is done and are trying to take down Ultron still. Later on in the episode, after they go and get Armin Zola and put him into one of the Ultra uh, Ultron Sentry bots, Hawkeye gets murked as well. He's gone. Um, where was I going? That's how it happens. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. All right, we're back. That took too damn long. I'm literally watching the episode while we are recording this right now. Um, God, you guys. I, I'm sure Ed, Matt's going to edit all this out. Um, but uh, you guys just missed a whole lot of a uh, whole lot of horse shit. That was so bad on my end. Um, anyways, so the way it happens that uh, uh, Ultron ends up in getting into Vision's body and uh, just becomes like all powerful at this point, ends up launching a bunch of nukes, killing off everyone in on the Earth um, with a nuclear holocaust. And, <laughs> yes, and then and then. As he's standing, looking at all the shit that he's done, he's like, damn, I'm real proud of myself for this one. Fucking Thanos shows up. Oh my god, that scene? And he's got four, what, five of the No, he has five of the stones, yeah. Yeah, because he was there to get uh, get Vision's uh, Mind Stone. Yep. And (laughs) just... (laughs) Yeah, 
so he's he like appears behind he appear uh, Thanos appears behind Ultron and Ultron turns around and was like, "Huh, those look cool." And then fucking cuts him in half with his laser. Like like, like the the mind stone. <laughs> and he just straight up cuts him in half and kills just him. Just flops to the ground in two pieces. Into two pieces. And then he like lasers the uh, the infinity gauntlet. Uh-huh. Um and takes all the rest of those stones for himself, kind of embeds him into his own chest. Creating like a whole new Ultron armor with the stones embedded into it. It was it was really and cool. And then not looking. only an not only <laughs> just an armor, but an army. Oh yeah, that too. Like so many of these little these uh, Ultron bots come like out of nowhere because he uses the uh, the reality stone to create them, and then he goes on a, uh, a galaxy wide rampage. He ends up at Asgard first. Yeah, and then um, it's Asgard, and then Sovereign. Oh yeah, Sovereign, where the uh, the gold people are. And then uh, Midgard, uh, Sakar, because Midgard is a little later. Or? No, Midgard is Earth. By a host. No, you're good. You're good. So, oh my God, it was Asgard, the Sovereign, Sakar. He goes and fucking kills Ego. Ego, like just. Just eats ego out of the galaxy. <laughs> ends up at Xandar, and this is where like the the longest uh, takes place for them to just wipe out the entire city. Um, it shows them going and getting ready to kill everyone and stuff, like all the Ultron bots flying downwards and just shooting their shit. Mm-hmm. And um, Ultron goes and like raises up his spear thing that he has and starts charging it up to shoot into the planet and to kill everyone. And fucking Carol Danvers once again appears. And uh, goes to kick the shit out of him. Calls him Skynet, which I thought was a wonderful so joke. So great. good. Um, and starts taking him like straight down into the uh, into the middle of the earth or the middle yeah, of the, the core of the planet. planet. And um, and like he's getting ready to die, and she's like, "You can't win." And he's like, "I already have." <laughs> and then fucking kills her too. Yeah. Like, Ultron has always been a threat not to fuck with. This guy has always been good. And they totally nerfed him in the movies. Yup. Like, super hard. Because now that we're seeing what he can do, um, you're like, ah, shit. I, uh, we screwed that one up. Anyways, he blows up the whole planet. Uh, and then, like, a bunch of surrounding planets with how big the blast was. Uh, and then he's, like, standing on a, uh, on a piece of land that's just, like, floating through space. He's like... Cool. I've achieved peace. Yeah, I've done it. And then the the watcher comes on. He's like, "Oh yeah, well, he did what he was supposed to do, and now uh, he's a uh, he's a program without a purpose." Yeah, the watcher opens his damn mouth and gets himself in trouble. <laughs> yeah, because he says all this stuff, and uh, Ultron's like, "What? Who the fuck said that?" Am <laughs> Just I- turns who- around. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, the Watcher is visibly shaken. He's like, oh, shit, and, like, closes the door. Yep, and is like, Which, fuck, <laughs> let me find yeah. the two people who are still here. Maybe they'll save the world. <laughs> <laughs> right? So then we end up, uh, we let's fast forward a little bit. We end up getting, um, seeing Clint die. Uh, he sacrifices himself, which was very uh, opposite of what happened in Infinity War, or no, in Endgame. Yeah, granted. You knew that Scarlett Johansson just wanted to be a little flat in a performance. <laughs> oh, she might sue you. Oh, no. She did <laughs> all of my nothing. Um, oh, she'll do it for shits and giggles. We know her. Actually, we don't know her at all. Um, we love you. <laughs> yeah, please listen to our podcast. We love you, ScarJo. You did yeah. great. You were probably the greatest Asian actor I've ever known. So um, after a while, it goes back to the Watcher kind of like doing some shit. He, he, yeah, he was watching Barton and Romanoff uh, find Arnim Zola and then upload it into. Wait, hold a, on. Let's try that one more time. It's Armin Zola. Armin. Well, it's spelled Arnim. Where is that spelled at? Wiki? What? No way. I thought it was Armin Zola this whole time. No, it's Arnim. Arnim, oh K R N I M, Arnim. 
Arnim Zola. Oh, no. I, I've been calling him the wrong name this entire time. What else is new? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I say it while being the one who fucks up the most. <laughs> yeah, you called Matt a clockbucker earlier, so. <laughs> I'm sorry, Whatever, Dad. man. Anyways, all right, let's try that one more time. <laughs> um, yeah, so What were you while... saying about Arnim Zola? Okay, so Arnim Zola was uploaded to a drone um, because he is, like, the consciousness is what they need to destroy Ultron, basically, and, like, his understanding of it, I guess. Uh, That's just before Barton sacrifices himself to allow the two to escape. Um, And then the upload fails because Ultron's main body is no longer in this universe because he's now chasing after the Watcher who has again yeeted himself into the chasm of all of the multiverse I don't even know what to call him like it's just like a prism yeah is it a prism prison well I don't know I mean it looked like a like a giant uh, yeah chasm like like imagine okay so like for those that haven't seen the episode yet uh, imagine walking through the Grand Canyon, but it's only about like ten feet wide, mm-hmm. and like goes on forever in both directions, like forward and backward, but also up and down. So like it looks like that, but with like you can see every multiverse that is there. Um, anyways, they get to they get to to tussling over there. They get into a little bit of a fight. Oh yeah, and a big fight. It's it is. So fucking well done. I loved every second of it. Oh, the animation was so fucking stellar. And then fucking actually, I'm, like I said, I'm watching it like as we're recording this. The Watcher goes into like fucking battle mode and has his armor on. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so I, good watching this big baby head. I know. It's so large. and so it's disconcerting but also right. Right? Um, yeah, I loved the scene where Ultron just basically, like, tackles him and they just barricade through all of these different multiverses and it just shat. It was yeah, great. okay. Okay, okay, okay. Actually, I did want to talk about that. That scene right there is exactly what I wanted to see at one point in, uh, in Endgame. I really right? honestly wanted to see um, Thanos take them through different realities like as they're fighting and like have like little Easter eggs from each one. We weren't we weren't ready for the multiverse yet at that point. But no, 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 no. Like if they had set it up earlier on, most definitely we would have seen something like that. That would have been incredible to see. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh, it God. just there was already so much setup in that point in time. Like I'm I'm sure that they are at least five to ten years ahead at this point with Marvel. Yeah, at least in their productions, things like that. It's been just insane how they've... And, I mean, they've kept up with everything that they've kind of left little Easter eggs on. They just... They pick it back up and they go, all right, cool. Yeah. How, how can we tie this in? How can we make a new story? How can we implement this? And it was just... Oh, mwah, chef's kiss. Beautiful. All right, like you said, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they're doing uh, later on in the, in the universe. But there was one point in this episode where... Um, where they're fighting and like they're going through the different universes and stuff, and the Watcher ends up on some desert-looking planet with like big rock formations and shit, mm-hmm. and uh, Ultron appears in the sky, all huge, and just fucking bites that entire universe. I got mad Galactus vibes from that. Right. <laughs> I was like, okay, first of all, they're setting that shit up. I know they have to be at this point. Not only are we going to be getting the, the Fantastic Four movie later on down the line, it doesn't even have a release date yet, but that looked exactly like some shit that we would see with Galactus. Straight down to the color mm-hmm. scheme. Oh, yeah. It was so good. So brilliant. Such a great tie-in that only kind of the people who have an understanding of the content would really get and grasp, but just, oh. Yeah, they... um. So then, uh, so he bites that giant universe, or he, he yeah, he bites the universe... And is getting ready to to kill the Watcher. And uh, the Watcher pushes himself out mm-hmm. and, like, gets himself to a different universe. Yep. And it kind of, like, everything just goes dark from there. Yeah. And we're like, oh, shit, that's the end of the episode. And then it shows him 
in that little pocket universe mm -hmm. with Strange Supreme. Yep, the universe that ate itself. Yeah, and Strange is like, or the Watcher's like, I should have been able to do something. I, I, I don't know what to do, but I think it's time that I stop watching. And Strange is like, I want to hear you say it. And he's like, oh, fuck, do I have to? And he's like, I want to hear you say it. And he's like, I need your help. And then it ends right there. I was like, yes, this is the fucking setup that I've been waiting for for so long. Right? Such fucking goosebumps. It was just like. They knocked it out of the park with this episode. Also, just like hearing Benedict Cumberbatch go, I want to hear you say it. Just like, oh, okay. Uh, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Please calm down. This is, this is a children's show. No, it's no, it is not. It is marked explicit. And just because children may listen to it is not my problem. <laughs> Kids, if you are listening to this, um, I want you to know. No, I'm not going to say that. That'd be so mean. Could you imagine being that guy? We love you, but also. Yes, and your parents love you and eat your green beans. Fuck off if you cannot hear a curse word. Oh, God, that's not what I was going to say. <laughs> God, that's so much meaner. Please edit that out, Matt. I was just saying, I was going to tell them that Santa doesn't exist, but whatever. Oh, that's just destroying their hopes and dreams. I'm just Man. telling them to deal with a four-letter word that is commonly used. Do not destroy the hopes and dreams that is Santa. <laughs> oh, okay, sure. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> um... Oh. I don't know what you want to do with all that, Matt, but uh, we're just going to give that one to you and uh, hope for the best. Anyways, I really, really liked this episode, and it's no wonder that, I mean, I don't really trust IMDb when it comes to ratings and stuff, but it's no wonder that this episode uh, has a 9.4 out of 10. Like, this yeah. was a stellar fucking episode. It was really good. Um, it's definitely setting up so much for the future. As well with the ninth episode being the finale, I'm excited to see how it ends, as well as the fact that there, according to Feige, there are over 30 ideas. So we have at least the second season, which will be a 10 episode run, and then a potential third season with another 10 or 11 episode run. Um, and I'm sure by that time, they can also come up with more content. So... I've been really loving the dark content that What If has been putting out um, compared to the, you know, semi-dark stuff that you get in the live action things. But I mean, like, they're going horror with this show, and I love it. Which I would like to see them do a little bit more as well. I want to see them, like, get into, like, the, the cosmic horrors and just, like, I want, to, I want to see them do, like, a genuinely scary episode. I know that I said that the zombie episode scared my sister, I'm good with zombies. I can handle zombies. But I want to see something that's going to be like, oh, fuck, why would you do that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, I am a big sucker for creepy, cosmic, eldritch horror. Give it to me. Um, though, admittedly, the drone noises put me to sleep. But yeah, I, I want to see all the horror stuff. I want to see our characters get into some truly horrific multiversal issues. Um that you don't, again, you don't get to see in the live action version because you're only telling thus far really one multiverse's plotline. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm really excited to see what happens. I, I'm just going to leave it at that one, honestly. Mm -hmm. yeah, there's no else we can go with that. Yeah. Actually, where we can go is, is uh, another Marvel issue. Uh, yeah, which actually has to do with Disney. Uh, uh, this one, this one's a little tough to, to read about. Yeah, uh, not so much from the the like the viewpoint of legality and whatnot, but because of Disney. Go ahead, go off. <sighs> yeah, Disney again is getting themselves into another lawsuit. Um, which I I love you, Disney, but good. Like <laughs> these are some issues that should kind of be done, but also it really could cause a lot of problems if Marvel loses. So yeah, uh, Ditko, Steve Ditko, who is one of the comic book geniuses behind Spider-Man, uh, is suing for the rights and copyright termination um, over Spider-Man. So uh, yeah, I, I don't know. What are your thoughts on this, Hogan? How are you feeling? 
I'm just gonna come out and say I love Disney. I love Disney properties. I love the the Disney parks and whatnot. Um, as much as I hate to admit it, with all the shit that they've done in the past and all the shit that they continue to do, Disney is kind of the bad guy. For sure, it's kind of the they're kind of a big bad villain. Uh, they're up there, honestly, and I hate saying this, but they're up there with the likes of like Amazon and mm-hmm. and Coca Cola and Nestle. I want to say Nestle, but I feel like Nestle is on a whole new level of just evil. Fair. God, they do have a big history of lawsuits. I mean, to the point that they sued a a fucking daycare for using uh, paintings of different Disney characters. I want to say it was yep. just uh, Mickey Mouse. Oh, they do cease and desists all the fucking time. They are one of the largest conglomerates on the globe. And they still are like, oh, fuck you for even thinking about using anything yeah. resembling our properties. And I get it. it. It is technically your property, but also fucking cool your shit. You have billions upon billions of dollars. Yeah, no, straight up, you're you're absolutely correct. Stop being a villain that you are portraying on screen. Like, yeah, <laughs> like you, you, Walt would be so upset. I just gotta say that Walt would be so upset. Well, he'd also be upset that like black people are allowed in the parks and, and Jews have rights. You know? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyways, um, Walt was not a good guy. I'm not saying he is, but also. He at least had that morality. <laughs> yeah. The one, the one yeah. morality he had. Huh. Anyway. Like I was saying, they do have a history of lawsuits. This is the same company that successfully lobbied Congress to change copyright laws so that they can hold on to their stuff a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. They don't want to pay. Nope. They don't want to pay. They just want to keep collecting money, mm-hmm. and they don't want to pay uh, the creators of the stuff that's giving them or that's getting them this money. Correct. The yeah. bottom line is that God, I don't even know how to say it. I, I just want to say that like these people, these creators need to be paid properly and fairly. Um, Correct. Because the moment that they stop creating and stop working for you is the moment that your shit is going to start declining. Yeah. It's going to be an issue for you. Um, I hate to say this as well. I really feel like we're going to see the fall of American society before we see the fall of Disney as a company. Oh, for sure. Um, which is really stupid. Like, granted, I don't think either are going to happen in even over a decade. Um many decades will probably pass before either have to face the consequences of their own actions. But I mean, I I love you Disney, but what was the last like good original content that you put out that wasn't a reworking or content that was created by other individuals that you are now putting onto the screen? Like they haven't really done anything new. Because all they want to do is just shortchange these creators and take the content and go, all right, we've got the money, we've got the budget, we can get whoever the fuck we want. Let's just put it out there and make money and then not give credit to anybody. I mean, just in the last few months, they've had lawsuits from the costume designers from Cruella. Most of the main leads in their live action movies are now looking at lawsuits. Now you've got the Ditko estate wanting to sue like you gotta pay if you if you want the content you have to pay for it and they aren't willing to do that because they're just this cash cow of how can i take in money how can i take in money and you know they're so fucking frustrating no no i completely agree I'm, i'm genuinely frustrated by this whole situation i feel like there's so much that they could be doing as a billion dollar company. Well, I'm guessing damn near a trillion dollar company. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, close. If not already. According to the latest reports, Disney's net worth. And we billion. saw it at the same time, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. <laughs> How much? Read it. Let's see it. It is $130 billion right now. 
and they say that they like like I get that you have to keep this company running. But with that kind of money, you could run this company for a, like a hundred thousand lifetimes. This is is just stupid amounts of money that they are refusing to pay the creators of the stuff that is giving them this money. I know I just said that same oh. sentence, oh. but it's it's just so frustrating. It genuinely is. No, 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 no. Oh, you thought one hundred and thirty billion was frustrating. Actually, clicking on the link, the Disney net worth as of September twenty eighth. 2021, which is yesterday, according to our recording, it is $317.12 billion. What the fuck are they going to do with all that kind of money? Nothing. They're just going to sit on it like the dragons that they are. I'm not even a cool dragon like Pete from Pete Dragon. Wait, no, hold on. That's not his name. You thought, no. Hold on. What the fuck was that dragon's name? Elliot. Elliot. That's right. I'm so disappointed in you. He's not even a cool dragon. Whoa! <laughs> I How said it. dare you talk I about my childhood it. that way? And I'm not even mad about it. Listen, you Barney ass hoe. How <laughs> dare you? Barney is a dinosaur. Thank you very much. Yeah, you know, and he's from our imagination. He is. I used to watch the Barney Magic Egg video all the time. Well, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense for oh. you. Wow. I said what I said. Yeah, and Elliot still sucks. So um. Okay, well you know what? You're only hurting yourself. So. <laughs> I do that too much. Oh my god, dude, <laughs> bro. Yeah, you feel good about that now? <laughs> Sorry, um, I'm spicy today. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> definitely going to win this lawsuit. They've won lawsuits like this before. Disney, um, yeah. Which it's, is, it's, it's so upsetting. And the yeah. thing is, is that even if they lost, they're not even losing all the rights. It's just they'd have to share the profits. Yeah. That's the most fucked up thing. Like, the termination of the copyright still allows Disney to continue... <laughs> utilizing spider-man like literally they why why are you fighting this disney just give the creators the fucking money share share just some of it like okay. it's like fucking i don't even remember the i don't even know the uh, the character's name but he's like please sir can i have some more and disney's over here like it's all over yeah, it's Oliver Twist and the... Oh, fuck. What the hell is the guy's name? Fuck Weasel. We'll call him Fuck Weasel. Yeah. Um, Disney, you are a fuck weasel right now. Disney, I'll be in bad, I'm like mad fuck weasels. <laughs> That's some mad fuck weasel energy. I don't like it. Um, yeah. Yeah, all right, final thoughts on this because we got we to gotta move we forward. We got to move forward, it, it just, yeah. Again, I think... I don't understand why Disney is even fighting this. They should just accept... That, hey, these are the creators. But, of course, it's Disney. They're going to fight it, and they're going to win because they have a lot of money, and they have the best legal teams, and it's going to be probably settled out of court with a minuscule settlement, and it upsets me. And that's just honestly the way that the world is right now, and that's a whole other podcast. Um, But, yeah, I'm upset. It's really frustrating. Fuck this decision good on the Ditko estate for fighting it. And yeah, that's it. I share the same thoughts, but, uh, next up, we actually are going to, uh, we're going to bring it up a little bit lighter yeah. and we're going to move on to a bit of speculation. Speculation with a movie that you aren't even going to see. Yeah. yeah. But now I think I have to, I'm so fucking mad about it. Uh huh. Yeah. You, you were all like, yeah, Ida, you Venom, can see let it. There be, oh, Ida, go go see it. You'll you'll get it. You can do the Venom stuff. And I was like, all right, keep waiting. I never said that. <laughs> you outwardly said you are not going to see the movie. Yeah, but I didn't say that I'm going to send you to see it. It's true, I guess. I don't yeah. know. I guess I volunteered myself, and I'm just playing the victim. You I'm- know me. I don't make people do things that I wouldn't even want to do. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so we're talking about, obviously we're talking about Venom, uh, Let There Be Carnage. That movie looks so terrible. The newest posters they released for it are just the worst Photoshop job I've seen in a long time to be pumped out of Hollywood. Jared Leto might be in this movie playing Morbius, who is not Mobius from Loki. No, not Mobius. And Morbius has been delayed so many dang times. Um, I think it was supposed to come out in January of 2022. But who the hell knows when that's going to happen? Well, they moved it back up to uh, October 1st, which is in a couple days. Wait, what? Morbius is coming out? Oh, no, sorry. I was talking about Venom. Never mind. Yeah, wait, hold on. When the fuck is Morbius coming out again? That's what I said. It was supposed to be in January 2022 on the 28th, which I'm just going to put this out there. No movie released in January is ever good. So I'm yeah. hoping it still gets pushed back. But, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's been so under wraps, there has been no talk about it, so if we do get to see a little bit of Morbius coming in, into the Venom movie, I'm kind of hyped, because I'm, I'm real stoked for that movie, and I'm hoping that it brings more attention, and we get a better release date, and a, an alright story, but... But I'm not holding out hope for uh, exactly. any of that that you just said. Exactly. Like not even. <laughs> even a not little. even a little bit. Like, <laughs> guys, let's face it. Morbius doesn't look good, and neither does Venom. I, uh, the where I work, I had a customer come in that was wearing a Venom shirt, and I was like, "Oh, are you? Uh, how do you feel about the the new movie? Like, what are you? What are you thinking about it?" And he's like, "Man, I'm really fucking excited to see this movie." And, like, I can't wait to see what they do. And it looks really cool. It looks really good. And I was like, get the fuck out of my store. <laughs> How, like, why would you say, have you have you looked at it critically? Like, have you thought, did, have you looked were at you it for super longer? fucking high? <laughs> or did you just look at the name and be like, yeah, that sounds cool. No, dude, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sure everyone's got their opinions. This is just mine. This movie looks like garbage. So bad. Yeah. So bad. It, it does not look great. You know what does look good, though, in the weirdest of ways? What? Mario. It doesn't, it doesn't. We're getting a Super Mario movie, or a Mario Brothers movie. Um, yes. And I am excited for it, but I, I'm, I'm making a call to arms right now. I think we need to bully... Uh, a film studio again. <laughs> we need to bully the same film studio again. Is it the same film studio? <laughs> I think so. These motherfuckers, are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm looking it up. Sonic Film uh, Studio is it, Paramount. Oh, no, this is uh, Illumination. Oh, okay, it is a different film studio. Okay, okay but like, yeah, we, we got we to... Gotta, this is the only time that I'm going to be like, yeah, go out and bully someone. I I'm <laughs> totally against bullying. Don't get me wrong. But it, for some strange fucking reason, <laughs> the fuck is they Chris put Pratt Chris Pratt doing? as the voice of Mario. I genuinely, thoroughly enjoy Chris Pratt's comedic timing. I think his comedy stuff is great. I think he's, I think he's great in general, um, besides the whole um, homophobic church thing. But anyways... Yeah, there's a lot with that that I have opinions on. How are you gonna bring? How are you gonna make this movie, and not have the guy that's been the voice of Mario for the last what thirty years? Yeah, not be the voice of Mario, which is also another issue that I had because like they totally could have had the voice of Sonic be the voice of Sonic in this movie or in that movie, and it would have turned out fine. But no, they had to go and give it to someone else. Fucking John Ralphio. Which, don't get me wrong, I love I him love as well. I love Ben Schwartz, yeah. But, but like, like, they should not have done that. The rest of the cast looks fantastic, save for maybe Charlie Day. I'm not sure how I feel about him yet. I love Charlie Day. No, 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 I love Charlie Day as well. But as Luigi, I'm not sure how I feel about it. Because he seems to have one tone in everything he does with his voice. It's true. And I, I'm not I'm not looking forward to him just like half yelling every single sentence. Yeah. Um, and I really do have to kind of go with uh John Leguizamo, uh, with him calling out the fact that there are no Latinx leads in the movie. Um 
And it's really upsetting that a lot of the lead individuals are are all white and all very affluent. Um, yeah, no, you're absolutely correct. Um, it's upsetting <laughs> because there are so many great actors. Hell, John Lugazamo played Luigi in the original Super Mario Brothers movie. That would have been an incredible, like, right? oh, that would have been so Tie good. in, like, let's go. But yeah, I appreciate that he at least said something about it. Because while I am really excited about the cast, and I think that the cast is really great, um, at the same time, we we have to have more diversity in our casting. Especially, like, it could have been anybody. Literally anybody. It could have been anybody. Like, yeah. Guy... But bringing up the cast, we have Anna Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach. Anna Taylor-Joy uh, is known as uh, Beth in Queen's Gambit. She, Queen's yeah. Gambit? Damn, I said Queen's Gambit. What the hell was that? <laughs> um, <laughs> she was also Thomason in The Witch, which... Fun oh, that movie. movie. Great movie. I love that movie, but... Oh, God, I felt so not okay after yeah, seeing it. Yeah, it was a dark one for sure. Chris Pratt as Mario, Charlie Day as Luigi. We've got Jack Black as Bowser. I love that. And I can't wait to hear him make guitar noises as Bowser. That's going to be great. Uh, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. Kevin Michael Richardson. For those of you that are unfamiliar uh, with Mr. Richardson, he is known for... Um, the IMDb page not loading. <laughs> He, he did this to me personally. He said, I don't want them to know what I'm in. Thank you. Holy shit, it's really not loading. Okay, let me look at it. Oh, there we go. No way! Are you kidding me? Hold on. Kevin Michael Richardson was Goro in the 1995 yeah. Mortal Kombat. He was Captain Gantu and Lilo and, St uh, Lilo and Stitch. Oh my god, that is so cool. I fucking love Kevin Michael Richardson. Okay. He's Principal see, Lewis and American Dad. He he right here is why we can have notable voice actors be in voice acting positions. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Anyways. Oh god, I love him so much. He's so fucking good. Um, yeah, Kevin Michael Richardson as Kamek? 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 Kamek. Who the fuck? It's Kamek, the wizard toad thing. Oh, that piece of shit. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I fucking hated him in uh, Super Mario Wii. God, I wanted to yeah. strangle that him. Um, anyways, Keegan-Michael Key as Toad. Love that. Uh, Charles Martinet, who is the voice of Mario. He's in the movie. Mm -hmm. As a this secret a character. Just put him in the movie as a character! <laughs> He's literally already there, guys! Wait. What is the point? Oh. What is the point? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to yell at you. I promise I'm not mad at you. Do, I'm disappointed. Do you have some uh, thoughts on this, though? Because, um... <laughs> don't even. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's upsetting. Um, he's got some secret role, but also, again, like... Just, just put him as the... As Mario. As the character. Like, now here's gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you guys a little something that uh, that happened um, when I saw the the casting. I loved the casting at first, and I started thinking about it. But then I saw you have um, Donkey Kong being played by Seth Rogen, and Keegan Michael Key or Key from Key and Peele playing Toad. Now, in my head, I was like, "That's cool," but why didn't they get a black guy to play Donkey Kong? And then I was like. Oh, because that's racist. Yeah. Get the black guy to play the monkey. That would be racist. Yeah. As it turns out, I was not the only one in my household that said that. Because my sister also thought, why isn't Keegan Mike, or why isn't a black guy playing Donkey Kong? And then she was also like, oh shit, that would be racist, wouldn't it? So yeah. Don't yeah. get black people to play monkeys because that's... Just some super underlying racism right there. I don't even think that's underlying. That's just overt racism. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> like, you are. Oh, God. Um, 
yeah, it just... I... I have a lot of reservations about this movie because, again, I'm excited. There are some great voices that I'm really stoked to kind of see and see their interpretations of the characters. But there are a lot... There are also a lot of things that I am really concerned about, um, which I've already voiced, but it just... There's so much that can really go wrong with this. And there's so much that can go wrong. We are almost like this is releasing in 2022. Well, I mean, at least it's late 2022. It's supposed to be uh, Christmas time. Yeah. But even still, we are too far into this timeline to still be dealing with this bullshit. Well, not only that. Yeah. No, no, you're absolutely right. But they could totally postpone it and like push it back a little bit to get uh, proper voicing. Redo the actors. Yeah. Like. Again, you're going to make the choices that you make, but these were the choices you made? That being said, the writers. I'm, I'm a little worried about the writers. Mm. Oh, yeah. Matthew Fogel and Shigeru He did Miyamoto. the Lego Movie Part 2. <laughs> the Lego Movie 2, the second part. That's fucking... That, that title has killed me uh, since I first saw it. But, um, oh, and the new Minions movie. Oh, that... Mm. Well, I mean, that's not out yet, so we can't judge it. We just know how minions are, and like, it does. He's done a whole seven movies as writer. Um, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt for now, mm-hmm. until we see like first footage and see how it looks. Um, I've always liked Illumination's um, uh, animation style. Yeah, I think they do a great job. I'm just a little worried to see how this movie is going to turn out. Yeah, it just, I feel like it is going to follow in just not being a good Mario Brothers movie. Again, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt, but I'm also not holding on to my breath for it. Well, I mean, when's the last time we got a good uh, video game movie, though? Oh, God. Has there been one? Mm, Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like really, really struggling to think of video game movies right now. I was really holding out hope for the the new Mortal Kombat, and that was... Oh, I knew it was going to be. <laughs> it looked so fun, but oh, so bad. I still haven't watched it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but anyways... <laughs> The uh, Mario movie is set to come out late December of 2022, so we'll see how it goes, and uh, yeah. I'm holding out hope. Well, you you can do that for me. <laughs> let's, um, let's just hope it's not another uh, Space Jam 2, because that's, uh, like a, I, I, I can't take another heartbreak like that. Speaking of heartbreak, we got Stranger Things trailer. We have two of them. Well, I think there was actually three, but I didn't actually see the third one, nor did I what? think it. So, I'm sorry. Uh, all right, well, you know, we'll just leave it at the two that we saw, because yeah. um, we're professionals. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're not even going to, actually, I'm not. I'm going to say this right now, we're not even going to, like, cover what happens in the trailers, uh, because they've been out for a while, yeah. and I believe that you can go see them yourself. Um, I'm not your mother, I'm not going to hold your hand, unless you don't have a mother, and then I'm not your father, then... uh. Unless you don't have a father. Tell me what you think about the trailers. Okay, so I am a pretty big Stranger Things person. Um, I'm really excited to see exactly where this is going to go. It's been a bit of time since Stranger Things has been out. So seeing the new season, I'm really excited. It definitely seems like we're going to get a bit of Elle's upbringing. Um, I'm wondering exactly how Hopper is going to be included in Russia. Um, who are the Creels? What, what's going on with that clock? Like, I'm, I'm jumping through the trailers right now. But there there's so many things that are bringing in questions that I'm really, really excited to see how they're going to come across on the screen. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I'm really excited to see what they do with this. Uh, this new season. I really, I, I really like this show. I really, mm-hmm. really do. I feel like season three was probably the perfect ending and they should have left it there. Mm. They moved away. Hopper dies happily ever after. 
I really feel like they're kind of pushing it at this point. I I get that, but also I can see where they want to go with it to a point where it's still because like Hopper isn't the main individual, and it seems like Elle is somehow still going to end up back in Hawkins. Because that's just how it goes. Or it'll just kind of be a Scooby-Doo thing and then we still get Elle off doing her own stuff and figuring out her journey. Because there are so many unanswered questions about why it came about. Why is there this, you know, upside down dimension? Like, what? how did she get the... How, like, oh my god, there's still so many unanswered questions. I don't care if it ended on a perfect note. I got... I gots to know. You need more Stranger Things. We get it. I gots to know. <laughs> um, when you put it that way, I do agree. I think that there's a lot of stuff that they do need to answer. Yeah. But also, I'm I'm the kind of person that's like, I don't need to know every little thing, uh, which seems Fair. weird and like a bit of a lie. But like, if they leave a little bit of mystery, it. it it keeps people talking about the show and speculating, which keeps it fresh. And not fresh, like, keeps it current. Like, you've got the movie uh, The Thing, John Carpenter's The Thing, back oh, yeah. in it's still 80 about. something. Yeah, because people are speculating the ending still. Mm-hmm. That it, it's a classic movie. Not, well, I mean, it doesn't help that it's totally a classic horror movie that was done super well. I've never seen it. But, um. You've it, never it, seen it? I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't hear that. What'd you say? Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never seen that movie. I only saw it, it like last year. Um, but yeah, it again, it's it's still talked about. Same with like, granted, there was the sequel, um, which was good. Um, but I kind of liked the fact that with the original Blade Runner, it it was left a mystery. Like, I've never seen that. Okay, get off this podcast. No, this isn't even stuff Jesus. to talk about. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it's stuff that we should be talking about. Though. We should Anyways, be. We'll, um, get, we'll get around to it eventually. Um, eventually. Yeah, but I I agree with the fact that not everything has to be answered. If there are things left unanswered, absolutely, I get it. Sometimes it just doesn't work in with the story or it just isn't necessary to really dive into it. But for this, I felt like there was so much that they had opened up to be answered. And then just because of the way that the stories were being told... They weren't able to get around to it, but they still kind of had that wanting to, if that makes any sense. So I get why they're doing the fourth season. Um, And then as well, kind of jumping a little bit ahead, there is also talk that we're going to be getting a possible spinoff, according to the creator of the movie, which I am also really excited about. Um, Because, yeah, I mean, I think it'll be really interesting it's been it'll be three years since the season three finale actually came out on netflix when stranger things four comes out so i mean it's been a bit of time um i'm also really interested to see exactly how they're going to put the actors aging into it like if we're jumping a little bit further ahead in time um but yeah the creator, the executive producer, Sean Levy, uh, I quote, says that the Duffers and I want to share season four with the world as badly as the world wants it. Part of what's taking time uh, was long before COVID and the pandemic existed. And then it was built to be far more ambitious, cinematic, sprawling and an epic season that we've ever done. So, um, yeah, there's going to be a lot kind of going into this it sounds pretty complex it sounds like there's going to be a couple different storylines and then it sounds like we may be getting a spin-off so i'm stoked more stranger things i know you're stoked i could tell you're stoked <laughs> which isn't a bad thing i'm probably not talking shit which is a new thing for me i'm trying that real hard um yeah you know let, let's let's see what happens let's see where it takes us let's hope for the best um, that being said, I think that brings us to the end of the episode, do it not? It does. It does. Oh boy, look at that. We're out of stuff to talk about because there was nothing to talk about these past couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> I actually really am glad that we uh, covered the the Disney Ditko thing because that, yeah. that could lead to some big stuff. Um, I'm really hoping Ooh. the best for that one. Um, that being said, thank you guys for, um, you know, tuning in and stuff and listening and 
uh, still coming back for more. Uh, also, thank you, Dennis. Dennis, I'm so sorry. Dennis, please love us. We love you, Dennis. Thank you for coming back, guys. We <laughs> do appreciate you guys more than you know. We love you. Um, if you have any questions and stuff and blah, 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 you know. Listen, you've got our, you've got our information. We're actually yep. still running that uh, giveaway. Yes. Suggest your friends, suggest your family, suggest your enemies. Uh, actually, you know what? If you send it to your enemies and then tell us uh, who they are, uh, I will come on here and um, at least once per episode tell one person's enemies that they can go fuck themselves. Yeah. Uh, I will do that for free until we start a Patreon. Then I'll do it uh, for free still. Because yeah. uh, revenge served cold or something. I don't know. Also, Anyways, you know, guys. Maybe we'll even throw in an extra, like, slot for you if you tell us your enemies' names too. Like, yeah, we'll give you yeah. an extra entry. Yeah, you know that's what we'll start doing. We'll start telling. We'll start asking people who their enemies are, and then uh, we'll take some time to say at least ten of them uh, that they can go fuck themselves. Yeah, uh, that's gonna be our new thing. We're gonna be the fuck you podcast. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thank you again for tuning in. When you turn off this podcast and go off into the world, please uh, treat yourself properly. Know Mm -hmm. your worth. Know what you're about. And walk with confidence. We love you guys. Uh, This has been Geekly by Weekly, this week at least. Uh, We love you guys. I know I just said that. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.